All right, here we go. In three... Uh, sorry. In three, two, one... And followers, my name. Whoa, my name is Angela. <laughs> my name is Pam. And my name is what? Edwin. <laughs> and you're listening to episode 58 of Dungeons Dinings. And door. What dorks? Okay, Whoa. so I stumbled over my own name. <laughs> Are you okay there, Angela? <laughs> it's been a long. I'm okay. I'm okay. It's been a long weekend. It, it has been a long weekend. You know, three Dungeons and Dragons games in two days. That's right. That's Not my wife. That's my Not wife. Enough. Three Not Dungeons enough. and Dragons games in two days. <laughs> it was. It was full of Dungeons <laughs> and Dragons. Yeah. <laughs> Edwin, are you okay? You. <laughs> I'm okay. Okay, folks. Um, I'm I'm tired. I'm just gonna get it out there. I'm just tired. I'm not tired of the show. Not tired of you guys. You guys are great. You guys are wonderful. Thank you for listening. Comment, like, and subscribe if you haven't already. You're stuck with us, <laughs> right? For you, those of you who have liked and subscribed, please comment, and you know the rest. Okay. <laughs> um. No, I'm just tired. I just got back from work. I had to work an event today, and I started work like around. It must have been like eight thirty this morning, and I didn't get home till like what six. Yeah, it it was so, like ten hours it's, of work. It's ninety degrees Yuck. outside. I was in the middle of a farm. In a, Wait. in a, uh, like, like a, like an event shelter type thing, like a like a. It kind of looks like a a converted, like, barn, but it made it into sort of like an event center. Oh, and interesting. Yeah, this is out in um in Galewood's farm, out like in like west of Min- Lake Minnetonka, so it's okay. like an hour's drive from here too, uh. <laughs> from where we, where we do the show, and it was ninety degrees outside. I had to run all the tech. I was the tech dude with very expensive equipment, and I had to I had to deal with. Uh, um, with the head of the company, um, which he's a really nice guy. He's a great guy, you know. It's just that he he didn't get the slides into. Um, I didn't get the slides till like this morning. And <laughs> yeah, so it was it was a lot of hustle. And my boss, I managed to drag my boss to the event, and he never goes to these events. <laughs> He, Hi, Edwin's boss. If you listen, yeah, if you listen, <laughs> hey, Derek, <laughs> you know what I mean. I mean, it was he came to the he came to the event. It was really surprising to me um, and to everybody else that that he came and he was my roadie. <laughs> and also, Kevin, my buddy Kevin at work, he was also my roadie, which was which was nice because I didn't have to set everything up myself, and there was a lot to set up. At 90 degree weather, and it was so freaking windy that all the tents were basically sails. And yeah, it was really windy. And and from one event, we had two sections. One was at this like barn looking place, and the other one was like this education center that was like 
like a walk. It was a it's a walk to get there. And and I had to go back and forth and I probably got my 20 20,000 steps in. <laughs> in 90 degrees. I'm so tired. <laughs> so it's it's a tired thing, but it's a good thing because tomorrow I get my day off tomorrow. So I only have to oh, deal okay. with work tomorrow. So that's the saving grace. But before that, yesterday we were over at Pam's place playing D&D, <laughs> right? And and me having a character that I'm my character has social issues. Has social he's socially <laughs> awkward. He tries to do the best that he can. He sometimes will jump the gun, but just to to appease everybody else as as a as a brave guy, he's a nerdy nerdy dude, and to to help elaborate, he's a wizard. Uh, he's a wizard. Yep. Name is Muggsy. Muggsy, named after the all time greatest basketball player in my mind. Which is quite interesting because you are one of the smallest members. Yeah, and Muggsy Bogues, <laughs> Muggsy Bogues in the NBA. If nobody knows, and I'll be my brother will be surprised that I know this. <laughs> Muggsy Bogues was one of the tiniest basketball players in the NBA, but he could dribble around people like Michael Jordan at the day back in the is day. Is he the small guy? In, was he in the Space Jam movie? I think he might be. The first one. Yeah. Not the I mean, he's, he, yeah, uh, he's the dude is like five foot four, right? In the NBA, that's why I named. Me, but okay. Yeah, <laughs> but he's—I mean, everybody in the, the NBA is like six foot eight. It's like six foot, yeah. whatever. They're so, they're towers. They're towers, and that's why I named my character after Muggsy Bogues, the <laughs> NBA player, because because he was an underdog. He was he was a lightning bolt, and I'm trying to, and that's why I base up my character at. Just you know, don't mess with him. He's a nerdy dude, and he will he will he will read you a lecture on on the history of of owl bears if he wants to. But it's <laughs> but. yeah, I think I think he just needs to work on his social skills. Just he's trying. Bit. He's trying. Okay, I'm and tell them what happened. Okay, so <laughs> okay, so in the story, okay. We crash land an airship because we're getting attacked by dire, dire bats. bats. Thank you, Jeff, for putting out dire bats on us, okay? <laughs> I mean, seriously? I thought it was just going to be like, okay, you made it, you know, day two. Oh, you made day two. Okay, day three, right? No. <laughs> um, dire bats crashed the ship, and there was pieces everywhere. Um sails or whatever and balloon parts and you know one of the things that mages have i mean one of the things that wizards have is mage hands right you can like like form a hand to go up to do things that you can control and one of the things mm -hmm. i made this mage hand do is try to grab the pieces out of the tree right unfortunately me rolling with manual dice this time. You would have gotten the same with <laughs> electronical dice, Edwin. Manual dice this time, because I promised Jeff that I would roll manual dice, okay? Physical Actual dice. Physical dice. I rolled pretty badly, and I accidentally ripped the thing. And, right? So, 
the the person who was uh who owned harper who owns the airship that's flying towards us gets a little mad even though she's a family friend and she knows me and she knows my family that we fix she things was in a bad mood her <laughs> airship crashed and you tore a, you, you tore part of it so <laughs> anyways and... okay anyways um so and then i was like you know i'll make it up i'll make it up you know, I want to be a team player, right? I want to have friends that don't hate me. <laughs> um, so, me being the avid cook, right? Because I cook for my friends. I cooked dinner, right? So, we've gathered sticks and branches and I press a digitate a fire. And I start cooking. So me being the player that can't roll worth crap yesterday, roll the one. And for those of you that don't know what happens when you roll a one, it's a critical fail. That's what we call a critical fail in this game. And I crit failed cooking. So yeah, I wasn't making any friends that night. Okay. Yeah. So we, yeah, the rest of the players had to appease. The pilot. I gave my rations to Harper, and had to offer up Harper. Had to offer up rations and drinks and other things to appease Harper and her assistant. So, yeah, okay. My my character, my character is 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 trying to make friends. Albeit, he might be socially awkward. But nevertheless, he's trying. He's he's. But apparently, nobody in my apparently nobody in my in my in the party doesn't seem to like my character. Well, Edwin, <laughs> Edwin, <laughs> to help understand this, Pepper has not formed an opinion on you yet, uh, because well, Pepper is Angela's character. Pepper is my character. Yes. And in this campaign, uh, she was gone for a while, off in the off in the Feywild, to learn how to ferry, I guess. Uh, but yeah, the first introduction, yeah, she saw Muggsy maybe out of the corner of her eye just before she got whisked away. And the second time meeting him, she basically witnessed him um, uh, make a mess of someone else. While he was, he gets nervous. Edwin, <laughs> he 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 failed the constitution check. Yes, and then you decided to have a funny rom com moment, and he got sick all over this this NPC who had been sort of crushing on him I up until that Will. moment. I blame Willow for that. You can't blame Willow for your failed constitution check. She got me drunk. You can't blame Willow (laughs) for your constitution fail. If hey 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 listeners, if you guys have um um favorable dice, quote unquote, please let me know because I would be willing to play these this favorable set of dice. I just want to say that may or may not be balanced. I just want to say, Helja, <laughs> my dwarf paladin, doesn't. It's true. 
she doesn't like you, but she doesn't hate you. May that be some comfort? <laughs> I mean, she does realize that you are an asset to the group. You do do good damage. <laughs> do great damage. You're just very squishy that, you know, she, she kind of needs to stand by you. <laughs> and meanwhile, she's having to gone. babysit this pepper because this pepper has no sense of direction left. Because <laughs> navigating in the Feywild is very different from navigating in the the regular plane of existence. Anyways, yeah. I've, talked, to it. I've talked for about 10 minutes. So, Angela, <laughs> what have you been up to? I've been up to making you order me glitter. Oh, gosh, glitter. Yeah. Speaking what... of day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I am a horrible bad person and I enjoy glitter. Uh, and I decided that I needed more glitter for my crafting. So I had him order a a package of 60 colors of glitter. This is not like glitter glitter. These are like crafting glitter. This is like it's, this is like sand glitter. Yes, yeah, so it's it's very like, fine. This is a very fine glitter. Like the glitter that you would that you're going to find find in places that you never thought glitter could ever actually exist. Yeah. Glitter. <laughs> so so this glitter, it's it's these itty bitty packets like maybe Two or three inches by two inches. Yeah, look, five milli five grams of glitter. Yeah, so so they're not big packets, but there's sixty of them. So sixty colors of glitter. Oh gosh. My tools um, are gonna be all full of glitter. <laughs> Forever. My manly DeWalt <laughs> tools <laughs> is just gonna be full of glitter. And the problem Is there a way to cover the tools or something? The best way to try to contain glitter is try to make a dedicated space for it. Try to. And her dedicated <laughs> space is my tool bench in the garage. I'm just looking for one corner of your workbench. So. I just need a little part of it. I don't need the my, whole thing. All my tools are going to be covered in glitter here. Is there like a, a vacuum? There is. I can't vacuum this stuff up. Best best thing for it is tape. <laughs> yes, sweep it up, you tape it up, you vacuum what you can. But anyway, so yeah, so I got these sixty packets of glitter. I decided yesterday to sort the packets. I discovered that they are not sealed well. <laughs> oh no. They yeah. So, so your room is full of glitter now. Only partly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, but what I what I ended up doing is I have a friend of mine um, was collecting her baby food jars and moved and w didn't want to move them with her, so she gave them to me. So I was putting all these little packets into these baby food jars just so they're contained. They're and they're separated by like general colors. So all the pinks are in one. I've got all the yellows in one, or yellow, gold, and those. Here's the thing: Angela uses my compressor. I've got this compressor in the garage for for pneumatic tools, <laughs> right? And it's just going to be like psh, psh, and and glitter coming out because it's sucking up glitter. Into, <laughs> it's sucking up glitter into the intake. So I'm going to be spraying glitter like 
like on my car or I'm, something. No, you're not. I, the air intake is far away from it, and I'm going to be trying to keep it contained. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, so I was putting the little packets of glitter into these baby food jars, and by the time I was done, I was just covered in glitter, and I had to use quite a bit of tape to get myself not covered in glitter. Like, I was sparkly. Edwin didn't even see how so bad you, it was. So, so this is what's <laughs> going to happen. When I do laundry and I pick up your clothes, you're going to have glitter on it. No, because I taped myself off really, really good. Okay. It's not going to be absolutely full of glitter because I was careful and I did everything I could to get the glitter off of me. I just want to say that I am safe for where I'm at right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Laundry's gonna be fun this week. Anyway, good luck. Yes, I ha I now have lots and lots of glitter, and I love it. Uh, which makes me a monster. See, I didn't. Thi okay, I guess I didn't read the description on the Amazon order. I didn't know. Okay, I didn't realize I was ordering glitter until Angela told me. I thought it had like something to do with like like color pigment or something like that oh, for no, her one, one of the things you ordered for me was pigment it was glow in the dark pigment okay everything else was glitter oh my gosh <laughs> that's how she disguised it <laughs> anyway so pam yes what yeah. have you been looking at um actually this this week has been kind of just a just a whirlwind of just random stuff i've been reading and Frankly, if you ask me what I read, I don't remember. <laughs> but I do want to note that I think it was this week, uh, the state of Minnesota um, did release a an app. It's called Docket. Docket. Yep. And I don't. Okay, so I I don't know for the listeners that don't remember. Uh, I I believe it was the last episode I mentioned on how I was go I went to an event, and I was turned down because I didn't have my proof of vaccination card on me it was in my other purse you know women issues um so uh, we weren't able to go into the event uh the friends that we were going with <laughs> they felt very bad but you know it is what it is this app basically is a great way of preventing that from happening so what docket is is that it's an app that if you do a search on you um, it should pull up your immunization records. So it'll pull up your COVID shots. It'll pull up your uh, flu shots, I think. And then it'll, yep. I think, I think it has tetanus shots on it. And, and it'll, it'll also list all, if you're overdue for those shots, it'll tell you, yeah. you know, you're overdue because your last shot was this. You need to get your tetanus or whatever, which I am apparently due for. So that was a good information. Thank you. Yeah, I saw this on, on Bring Me the News last week, so I downloaded it. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at it. Yeah, it has my COVID-19 complete. Two shots. It, yeah. You know, H1 Nerd 1. Novel flu. It, what? One shot. A H1 what? H1 Nerd 1. Nerd yeah, don't it, you know the story for that? It went all over PAX Prime. It went all over PAX Prime, so everybody started calling it H1 oh, Nerd God. 1. And then okay, okay, one shot. Okay. And then there's something here. I, I guess I'm overdue for something that that mysteriously sounds like pasta. Oh, very, 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 very shella. 
I mean, yeah, the very mm. child and then and the MMR. I looked yeah. up those vaccinations and apparently they they don't if you they don't even look they weren't they weren't able to pull up the records for me for those. Oh. So I'm like, I don't know what they are, so um, I'm not going to worry about it. No, the MMR is measles, measles, mumps and rubella. Okay. That and is I think- that is a shot that's usually given in infancy. Yeah. Yeah. Um the are you talking the pertussis? I have no idea. Like it's uh, I are mean ta- seriously, like I just looked at that, it's like wow, like I feel like I'm hungry for uh for spaghetti now. Mm. Vericella. No, no. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the most important thing that this app was aiming for is so that you do have some proof of vaccination yeah. on your phone. No, this is great. I like this because because I will I will say that um it is a little bit buggy. It's not. It's brand new app. Yeah. It, bugs are expected. I just got my flu shot uh, last week. And this was during the time when I just downloaded this app. So I don't know how quickly um, the flu shot would, you know, update on the app. So I guess uh, I'll Probably have to check find next out. next month. I, like, I don't have my... I'm getting my flu shot this week, actually. Oh, okay. Um, at work, so... Yeah, so, yeah, I was, this is nice, because the thing is, is that there's a lot of word going around that people are, are, um, faking the, the card, the, the, yeah, the, the COVID-19, like, immunization paper card thing that's the CDC, mm-hmm. and, yeah, apparently the government, like, busted, like, an entire, like, like, fraud thing with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, it is... I mean, it is just a card. I mean, you can go over to like, to like FedEx Kinkos and like print, you know, print a bunch of them. I mean, it's not that hard to to fake. Um, but yeah, this is better because the thing is, they're getting this thing straight straight from Minnesota Department of Health. Yeah. So, and this this is hard to fake. It is hard to fake because so you'd have to um, like break into the Minnesota Department of Health and and alter your records so <laughs> yeah and also i do like this isn't a new app but this is another app that the minnesota department did release it's that covid aware mn yep and that's kind of like a con a Con- contact tracing yeah. uh thing you'll get notified on whether if you were in close contact with someone who yeah. was tested positive with covid um but that only privacy happens. is a thing there's no yeah there's no exposure your your names are private um but they'll just let you know that it's a risk assessment yeah it depends on who's it really it really is dependent on the people who are actually using it whether or not they're actually reporting it right so Uh, so far i haven't had any dings about you know if if i was around someone yeah with covid so far, I've had like zero exposure, based on this app. So based on the app, no. Based in real life, yes. Because, <laughs> well, because, right, yeah. right. But but I'm just saying these apps are designed for you to make the best decisions during a pandemic. I know it's we're living in scary times, but this is when technology can be good. <laughs> yeah. Besides yeah, games I mean, and this movies is and everything. <laughs> oh, I'm all for games and movies and everything, but 
Yeah, this is good. I like I like it. I hope that I mean, it's one of those things where I hope people know enough about it that if I go to a restaurant, they do require like proof of vaccination that if I show them my docket that they know what it means. Right? Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like I hope it spreads enough that it's actually like considered proof of vaccine because I feel like that's more reliable than the COVID card. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but I so. still carry both of them around like a picture of my COVID card and, and this. Yep. So, yep. So take care of everyone out there. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. Sweet. And we'll pretend this is a smooth segue because we have lots Cause... to talk about. I think probably. <laughs> think so, probably. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if we're calling this shut up and listen or let me tell you a thing. It's a shut up and listen. That okay. That is the purpose of this meeting, ladies and gentlemen, for a nationwide campaign by you to demand by law such compulsory education. Okay. Compulsory education. So I have some sad news and... It is actually I have one sad news and one happy news. So, which one do you guys want first? Uh, let's get the pain out of the way. Okay. Yeah. So, this week, this past week, um, this past week, Clive Sinclair died. Who is Clive Sinclair? You say? In the gaming world, if you don't know who Clive Sinclair is, um, then. You need to go brush up on some history of, of the gaming world. He was the one who introduced personal computers and gaming computers to, to not in the United States, but Great Britain. But there was a lot of games that came out in Great Britain that came here as well. Only because they ported um, such, um, such machines like the ZX Spectrum, which is a Sinclair machine. He's okay. also the inventor of the pocket calculator. Like the ones that we tried to get in elementary school because we hated to do the math. <laughs> yeah. That pocket calculator. <laughs> so he died this Thursday at age 81. Um, he, he he invented the ZX Spectrum and the ZX uh, Spectrum Plus, and, uh, which, which is hilarious. If you've ever seen one of these machines, the games ran off of an audio cassette tape. They used to... Oh. Yeah, so they used to... They used to, because you because like like standard media that you would think about for computers were expensive back in the day, but audio cassettes could hold storage, so they would hold data on audio cassettes to run these games. And it was slow, yes, but it was uh, you. But you could save because it was rewritable, rewritable data. So it became a pretty, I mean, it, be, it was the number one, it was the number one, uh, like, computer in Great Britain for, like, the longest time, were these, um, these Sinclair machines. And a lot of the games that, that they were making over there was porting it over here in, like, in, in consoles and computers. So it's one of those mm-hmm. things where, where he advanced like personal computing and gaming that mm-hmm. that we now hear you know we sort of like look at that and like hey let's see if we can put some games on like things such as like 
um, the Apple II <laughs> and, mm-hmm. you know, and that sort of thing. So it's kind of, yeah, so it was, it's pretty, it was a sad day in, you know, in, in, you know, in computer land and computer gaming land that Clive Sinclair died. Um, a lot mm-hmm. of these, the thing is, a lot of these, like, pioneers in computers and computer gaming are, are dying, you know? That, that like the people who've who invented some so much shows like the mouse and email they're you know that we know and take for granted today as something that these things actually came out of people's brains you know as concepts and <laughs> and now they're they're leaving us you know and they're leaving their legacy so it's something to know that you know, like some of these people, if you don't, if you don't know where, like, you know, like how the, how the mouse came about, you know, it's a really fascinating story that, that the mouse was invented back in like in the 1960s. <laughs> so, but we, but we take it for granted today, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm using one right now. <laughs> so. Clive Sinclair. We thank you for your services to the gaming community. Yes. Yes, we do. Speaking of gaming community, let's lift spirits up. Yes. What's the good news? So, one of the games I got really addicted to in the 1990s was Age of Empires. Have you guys ever played Age of Empires? I think I did. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Third person, real-time strategy game based on history and it was the one of the first computers i ever played through dial-up modem with a friend of mine that was in the other city and we used to battle each other out <laughs> tying up the phone lines because he was trying to pretty much kick my butt by destroying my civilization <laughs> Age of Empires. Everybody knows that everybody who's ever played it and knows what it is and how fun it can be. Okay. There's Age of Empires 1, 2, 3, and 4 is in beta. Nice. Right now. It's supposed to come out in, in a month. Here's the thing. Age of Empires was created by Microsoft Ensemble Studios. It was one of the Microsoft um, gaming studios way back in the day, and they... They're no longer there anymore. They've they've pretty much gone the way, you know, the dodo. But it's been picked up again by I forgot what company. Um, they pick up they picked up the um, the name and they're trying to create it as how we would know and feel Age of Empires to be. So I'm pretty excited. I've played the crap out of all three games. I'm didn't study and almost failed a math exam because I was playing too much of Age of Empires in the 90s. <laughs> I so. looked it up. It is de- it's being developed by Relic Entertainment and will yep. be published by Xbox Game Studios. Yes. Cool. So so there it is. Another Age of Empires uh, for those of you who loves that franchise. How does it compare to um, oh, what's that? Civilization? Yeah. Civilization is turn-based. Oh, so you make a move, do your thing, and then it's another person's turn, and then they do their thing. 
right? Okay. Age of Empires is real time, real time. So while you're doing your thing, your opponent's doing their thing, and you have no idea because of a fog of war, right? Mm. So you don't know what they're doing, but all of a sudden you see like a massive army coming out of the fog of war so and kicking is, your trash. Is this more like the <laughs> old-fashioned Warcraft? It's like that. So okay. yeah, Warcraft is real-time strategy. Yep. Okay, so old-school war, war. I can talk. You just can't speak tonight. <laughs> I can't. But World of Warcraft. I mean, not World of Warcraft, but Warcraft One mm-hmm. came out before Age of Empires, most definitely. Okay. So I mean, War- Warcraft. The first Warcraft game was like a DOS game. <laughs> like you had to type in the DOS command to get into the game. Age of Empires came out in. I want to say it was like 1997 or 98. Something like that. I just remember it because I almost failed a math exam. 1997. 1997. Yep. <laughs> oh, I'm good. So, yeah. And I know I know my my I know my one of my brothers bought a system because he wanted to play that game. <laughs> so, Anyways, that's exciting. There it is. So, so it's in beta, and it's supposed to come out in a month. <clears throat> Can't wait to get my hands on that. Awesome! All right, that'll, that'll be fun to, to play. You're gonna have to fill us in on how that uh, how that goes. Yes. All right. So let's let's talk about some food we let's, ate. Let's talk about some food. Yes. Yes. But regardless of the style or type of restaurant. They all have one thing in common, and that is the serving of food. It's still fresh, but I'll take only what I need. They've got to last. We're pretending that was a real smooth transition too, right? Yes. Sweet. <laughs> okay, well. I've taken it. <laughs> well, the, the place we went and ate last was called Zenbox Izakaya. Izakaya. I, I, is, Izakaya? Izakaya. Yeah. Anyway, that, that we're probably Zenbox. mispronouncing it, but Zenbox. It's a it's a Japanese place in on Washington Avenue. Uh, yeah, we tried various foods. Um, let's just say that it's a very different experience. It compared yeah. to it's, compared to Cash. Master's Cafe, yeah. which is I, from last episode. <laughs> all right. Uh, I guess to start off, um, when when we were looking it up. That we discovered that they do not allow inside dining at this time, um, mm-hmm. or at the time we were uh, eating there. Anyway, they were not in, they were not allowing indoor dining, just patio pickup or delivery through other apps. Uh, they had their their menu, I believe, was all done online. Yep. So we did our ordering online while sitting at their tables outside. It was a very busy street, uh, so quite noisy. I've, I've got, I've got, I've got my my opinions on that. Yeah, I don't know that they were initially set up for patio dining. Yeah, it's not really patio. Yeah, I don't so think. it's more like street street side. Yeah, yeah. So it, and it's kind of one and, of those setups where it's like they knew they needed to have people outside and they just got what tables they could get and put, put them, them out outside. on the sidewalk. And yep. Yeah. And called or it maybe, a day. 
Okay, so so the story was is that me and my husband were there first. And this was before Angela and Edwin showed up. I think we were waiting I've I don't know how long, 15, 20 minutes maybe. We were trying. You guys missed the the heavy downpour. Yeah, we were getting it heavy was a downpour getting in. Yeah. It was a flash rain. And so they do have umbrellas for those types of weather, but uh it didn't really cover. We, were, I was still being <laughs> wet. <laughs> still getting spit upon by rain. Yeah, and I think so. Where we sat was on the Washington Avenue side. Yep. If you probably went around the corner, it may be a bit. I don't know, less trafficy, less noisy. Well, that was but the even thing the is, though, issue. you're in downtown Minneapolis. Yeah, that was even the issue. Is like because HMC is really close to that place. So it's on Washington Avenue, right? So, and then the in the in the Minneapolis uh, police department's not too far off from there too. So you're hearing like ambulances and cops going back and forth, right? And if you're there in that area, it resonates because of all the tall buildings. Mm-hmm. So you can really hear it. It didn't help that it rained, so you get all like the all the 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 splash the splashes or... from the cars going through the you know go, driving on wet roads and that sort of thing. Like, I felt like I needed to like like just a tad lower than yelling just to have a conversation. So yeah. it was like it wasn't really that fun of an experience, and I don't know. I don't want to part. I don't want to fully on blame. Um, Zenbox. Yeah. I mean, it was raining. They're, I mean, they're they're doing their best to yeah. to have that accommodation there. They're doing their best to protect their workers and their customers. Yeah. yeah. So, G- given that, you know, it was it was just one of those things where I can't help but compare it to Asters because right now that's like. To me, that's the standard, <laughs> right? And you, you know, and everybody has to really meet that standard. <laughs> yeah. So, to me, it's like, you know, I would. I don't know if I would give it another chance. I don't know. Um, I I'd go there if if I was going to meet friends there, you know, for whatever reason, I'd go. It's fine. It wouldn't be if I was doing the event planning and stuff like that. I'm like, hey, let's go meet up. Oh, for surely. Yeah, let's go to Astrid. It's just on the other side of the river. You know? <laughs> let's, before we get too far into that, let's actually talk about the food. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, I want to start with talking about mine. I had the Tori Tantanmen, and I also got some ginger lemonade. Mmm. Um, that the, the the Tori Tantanmen, I will say that was delicious. Uh, I, I would gladly eat it again. My only problem was it was kind of marked as being spicy. And wasn't spicy. It, it really didn't have any heat to it. Like, my ginger lemonade had a lot of ginger. I, it, it, it did win me over, I, but it had a lot of yeah. ginger. It had the ginger like, bite. Yeah, it had a lot of ginger bite, yeah. so it was like my ginger, my ginger lemonade had much more bite than the thing that was supposed to be spicy. 
Hmm. Like it, okay. it was all delicious. It was just I was expecting more heat from my dish than from my drink. Yeah. Pam, what did you have? So me and my husband both shared us an appetizer of the uh, takoyaki. Oh yeah, we oh, did yeah, the we takoyaki did too. too. I, I forgot yep. we did the takoyaki. <laughs> yep, that was that was all right. I was kind of hoping to have a bigger octopus piece in it. Yeah. But the batter, um, I've only had takoyaki from another place, and that was United Noodle. Um, I like the crunchiness of it. The batter, I think, was better than United Noodles. Um, yeah. But, yeah, my only complaint was that uh, for in order for it to be takoyaki, it needs to have a little bit more octopus than the itty-bitty chunk that they got. Because I could barely find it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, so, w- I, w- I was leaning towards ramen, but then I'm like, eh, it's... It was it was warm at the time, so I was like, I don't want like anything hot. Yep. So both of us uh, went with a bento box. Uh, my husband got the chicken teriyaki bento, and I get the salmon teriyaki. Same sauce, just different protein. Um, it comes with edamame, um, gyoza, rice, like a like a seaweed or not seaweed salad. It comes with a salad, like a cucumber salad. I would say. And then and then the meat. That was actually pretty good. It didn't have sushi in it? No. Um no. No. Oh. And then and then in order to wash it all down, uh we shared a green tea tiramisu. It's exactly hmm. what it is. A tiramisu but instead of Instead the of coffee. espresso so and rum, they use green yeah. Tea. They use the matcha, green tea. <laughs> matcha and green tea, which yeah. actually was really good. Um, and as far as I know, I don't think any other place serves it. So this is a first for for us. Um, and I really like the portions of the bento boxes. We just thought that it was a bento box. It was has so much food in it that yeah. we weren't able to finish it. We actually, it actually was a good. It, Portion size, yeah. and I was able to finish the the tiramisu. It reminds me of Kai's sushi bento box. The way okay, it I have I have you've never been there, been there. yeah. But but there's a place that I've been to called Kai's, which is in Chanias, and there's another one in Minnetonka where they're bent. I ordered their bento box one time for lunch, and just went in there for lunch one time, and it just reminded me of that, like the way it looks, like the like the 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 containers that they were using so edwin let's get to your dish i had the yakisoba i think yes yes you did yes i had to have the yakisoba and i you know what it was okay it really it was okay because it was i felt like it wasn't it was it was a yakisoba for sure you know and it had like all the all the things you would expect, like the the vegetables in the yakisoba. Um, I I got the one with I got the one with the pork, I think, because mm-hmm. I always get one with pork. And yeah, I mean, it was good. I wish there was a little bit more meat to it. Um, but it wasn't like it didn't really like wow me of any sorts. 
like it okay. was okay you know like you know it was it was um It was satisfying, but not wowing. Yeah, it was satisfying, but not wowing. It wasn't really, I mean, it wasn't really like anything special, at least in my eye. Did you, did you have the yakisoba from Astro's Cafe or was that different noodles? That was different noodles. That was different noodles. Different noodles, okay. That was like a pad thai, pretty much. Mm, Okay. So anyways, that was my, that was, that was, it was okay. I would have, I think I would have gotten something else. Um, but it was okay. I mean, it was, it was, you know, if I felt like yakisoba, I would have gotten the yakisoba and I felt like eating yakisoba. I was leaning towards a bento, but -hmm. I wasn't feeling bento. So I went with that. Um, so yeah, I mean, it it was okay. Yeah. So bottom line, I liked it. Pam, you liked it. I liked it, and so did my husband. And Edwin thought it was okay. It was okay. Um, I guess we give our scores. I gave, I gave mine. Uh, I, I think I gave mine kind of a low seventeen. Like, I, I, I would have given it higher if I'd actually gotten the spice where I was expecting it. But I was, <laughs> like, it. My Tori Tantanman, it did have a lot of flavor and I did like it quite a bit. Just wasn't wasn't as spicy as I was expecting it to be. I do wanna I do wanna note that there were add-ons that you could add on to it, but since this was our first time you wanted to just yeah. test out the base. Yeah. Now and, you know. Yep. <laughs> well yeah, I, I just I wanted to see what it was like and I I was expecting spicy and it was not. Right. right. And Edwin, your score? Just the food? Just the food. The food, I give a 13. All right. And overall? 11. Aww. Oh, it was okay. It wasn't bad. I it mean, wasn't, 11 It is, wasn't an outright fail. It wasn't an outright... No, it's just along with, like, the environment, the noise... The, the way that you had to order things and one thing I want to say but I'm not going to in this podcast I would just say 11 like I would just say just a straight up 11 it was fine yeah, outside factors caused an 11 yeah uh, yeah uh, Pam what did you and Jeff rate this place I mean both uh, the score is for both the food and overall I think we both gave it a 15. Um, I will, I will agree the environment wasn't exactly up to par (laughs) when it, when it comes to, uh, patio eating. Um, but I will, I will say the food was good. I liked, I liked the variety of what the bento boxes, uh, did. The green tea tiramisu is definitely different for us. And I would go back and maybe... Maybe see it, it when things, you know, settle down with the pandemic and everything. Maybe the indoor experience may be a different story. I don't know. Perhaps. Yeah, I mean, so we'll, I mean, and it I could would, change. And I would like to try their ramen because I think on social media, they're they're well known for their ramen. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I did not factor environment into mine because I'm more focused on the food. But yeah. 
yeah, so I would be willing to give it another shot when they, when things are, when things clear up and, and when I feel more comfortable with, with more indoor dining, like the, the indoor dining that I have done is like, mm, yeah, <laughs> I prefer patio experiences at, at this point, but yeah, when, when I feel more comfortable with indoor dining and when they open up their, their indoor seating area, I would be willing to give it another try. Oh, yeah. So. There it is. I mean, you know what? Go try it out. Go over to, um, go over to Zenbox. And see what you think. I mean, I mean, this is our only our opinion. That's my. I mean, again, yeah, it could change. It's, yeah. I mean, maybe I'll try that ramen because the one that we saw on the picture was the ramen. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So who knows? It could be. It could be definitely better. So I'm not slamming Zenbox by any means. I think it's. I mean, my it's, first shot experience of it wasn't the best. Out of like, you know, unforeseen circumstances. Also. Yeah, you know so the things that some days just don't go right. Yeah, I mean, right. Yes, it was like five thirty in the in in the afternoon in Minneapolis rush hour. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. All right. Last last segue. Segue. Last segue. Let's have. Wait, some... wait, wait, wait. Are we gonna Are we gonna tell oh, them? Wait. Where pause. Gonna... Oh yeah. The next. The next. <laughs> oh yeah. The next one. So what is our next one? So we we talked it over and we agreed to give Longfellow Grill a so, shot. It's also in Minneapolis. Where was it? In uh, Edmund, in, where was it? <laughs> it's, it's in, long, it's it's in, it's in the Longfellow neighborhood of Minneapolis. So this is like off of Reese, East uh, River Parkway, East River Parkway, like right on the edge of the Mississippi River. Okay. Um, it's... It's in the Longfellow neighborhood, I believe, just like right next to, which is like like right next to, like the Seward neighborhood. I, I want to say, but I, it's, it's the south of the Seward neighborhoods. Okay, or so no, yep, I yeah. I I'm already I lost. That is. I don't know. Sorry, where that is I spent <laughs> I spent way too long in in Minneapolis. That all right. Well, let's. Anyways, it's supposed to be good. It's a patio place. It's overlooking the Mississippi River, so I'm very excited about it. Um, it is a first come first serve patio, so we're gonna have to. There's no reservations, definitely. But I am excited. It's a about first it. come first seat. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't rain. Hopefully it's not too cold. It is so. All fun, right. So we're coming well, let's, up. Well, let's let's go to story time. It is story time. It is story time. Another smooth transition. Yes. <laughs> now we present the hilarious story of their further adventures. All right, we're going back to Eberron for this story time, where Valen and other Pepper and Anemone and Leonis and their new friend Felix have returned to Sharn. It was a long road with many bumps in it, but they made it. And they... Well, they arrived as quietly as they could, which is not particularly quiet. But they went into the city, and they decided to disguise themselves. They had their, their antics, and went back to the ship, and when they got back, there was someone waiting for them on the dock. 
Well, they'd been trying to stay undercover, trying to keep themselves out of sight, keep themselves from being discovered because they've got enemies there that they'd really rather stay out of sight from for a little bit. But this fellow was waiting for them, and it, on closer inspection, they found out it was Elaine, a human, uh, I believe he's a paladin, knight, something. But he was, he was in the employ of the mayor of Sharn. He'd fallen asleep waiting for them, but he was a familiar face and seemed friendly enough with them last time, so they went and woke him up like, Uh, you there, sleeping on the dock, what do you need? Oh yes, I'm, I'm waiting for the people who came in with the ship. Do you know them? Well, we were all in disguise. Uh, eventually we figured out that, yeah, he's just looking to have us have a conversation with the mayor. Okay, well, yeah, that's us. We'll, we'll go with you, we'll talk. So we went with him on his sky taxi up to the highest towers of Sharn to the mayor's office. We got in without our disguises, and the mayor was not happy. He discovered some things about us while we were traveling. Pepper had been very secretive about her origins when they set off, not entirely willing to admit to, to anyone else or herself where she'd come from or who she was. Valen had been touting himself as a major hero with major stories, and none of them were true. Leonis had touted himself as a simple doctor, a simple expert in diseases. Well, he wasn't just a simple doctor. An anemone? Well, that was another puzzle in itself. He didn't really know much about Felix, because Felix was new to the group, hadn't really heard about him. But, Pepper, he had discovered from an outside information source, had been lost in the Feywild for a hundred years. So she was displaced out of time. Valen, apparently the, he was the most boring person in the group. He was simply a liar about his, about his exploits. Leonis, the so-called doctor, was expelled from the Jurasco family, who controlled all the medicine of the city, and all they, they were the major factor in anything medical that happened anywhere in, in Eberron. And he had been expelled from the family. An anemone was Anemone who had taken great pride in her dragon mark was found to have an artificial mark. Hers was not real, it was fake. And she was still in denial. It's still insisting that it was real. But as they were talking, Valen spotted something. The mayor's overly long sleeve slipped down as he went to pinch the bridge of his nose 
and it was discovered that there was a thumb on the wrong side of his hand. This was not actually the mayor. This was, in fact, a Rakshasa, who had taken the form and the role of the mayor. The real mayor had gotten himself killed a while back. The Rakshasa, wanting to ensure that his people were not overtaken again, had taken his role and tried to con grasp control of the city, only to discover that the mayor's control of it was minimal at best. So here he was, trying to influence the city to keep peace, while other, fac other factors, other forces within the city were seeking to tear it apart. And he, when he revealed them, himself to them, they had their moment of terror because he was not who they expected him to be. But he was, in fact, the person he had, they had been talking to. He'd been the mayor for five years, and no one had suspected. But he was, in fact, on our side. Oh. <laughs> but still, it was a very tense moment when we discovered that. <laughs> very, very, very tense! What's a Rakshasa? This, I've never heard of a Rakshasa. A Rakshasa? Here, let me... <laughs> Pull up its stats in the monster I, manual. I, I will... I have a little thing on my phone that shows me what they There's are. There's an app for that. <laughs> there is an, an app, app for, for that. that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Rakshasa. There we go. All right. For any DMs out there, this is a CR-13 creature. Um... It has some limited magic immunity and innate spell casting and really, really hard hits. Um, but there, it's on your side. This one is on our side. Generally, the Rakshasa are, are considered lawful evil. However, this one, this one had thrown off the bonds of evil. Uh, <laughs> the Rakshasa... Aha, here's the description. The Rakshasa employs delicacy and misdirection in its pursuit of dominion over others. Few creatures ever see the fiend in its true form, for it can take on any guise it wants. Um, a Rakshasa's true form combines the features of a human and a tiger with one noteworthy deformity. Its palms are where the backs of its hands would be on a human, which means, you know, the, the thumb is on the wrong side of its hand. So that's the only way you can sh tell. Yeah, the hands are backwards on a Rakshasa. Fun. When it's in a, hum when it's in a human form. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, so it's... Uh, yeah, it, it was a... Like I said, it was a very tense moment because it's like... They, they noticed that and like, okay, history checks. Like, oh yes, this is a Rakshasa. It's like... Who are you and what have you done with the mayor? Like, wait, wait, wait. We made friends with some, some people from monster races. Let's not jump to conclusions here. Let's talk this over so we don't die. Because <laughs> I, none of us are on a level where our magic spells can affect him. And yeah, it's like, if, oh if my God. CR is, if, the, if the CR is 13. Yeah, like. 
like here, like I'm a bard. Magic is kind of what I've got to work with. We've got a wizard. That's magic is all she's got to work with. And we've got two people. We've got two people who are um We we've got two people who are strictly like like fighty types and they've got damage immunities to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical attacks, so we would have to use our magic weapons. And just, okay. <laughs> yeah, like innate spellcasting, yeah. they detect thoughts, disguise self, mage hand, minor illusion, charm person, detect magic, invisibility, so they could just randomly poof, out of sight. Uh, so you guys aren't going to win. Dominate person. Like, it's basically what you're saying. Yeah, we we yeah. are not a high enough level where where we could really win that yeah. one. Well, <laughs> like, there I'd, it is. Like, I'd been trying to, I'd been trying to cast sending to the mayor. We thought he was a pod person because there's this cult called the Cora Brotherhood. Well, yeah, we were freaking out. Anyway, well. <laughs> I guess that's the show. <laughs> yeah, thanks everybody for joining us. Uh, we're glad oh you could listen. Gosh. For those of you who are new, we're we're happy you stuck around for the whole thing. Um, for those of you who are return listeners, thank you, thank you, thank yeah. you. Don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe if you haven't <laughs> done already. Uh, for those of you who have commented and subscribed, please like. <laughs> Anyway, uh, thanks again for listening. My name is Angela. You can find me on the Twitter sphere at Pleasant Doom. My name is Pam. You could also uh, find me on Twitter at PandacatDragon1. You could also check out uh, this podcast Instagram under the handle name PandacatDragon. And you can find me at TC's Edwin on Twitter, also at DIYEdwin on Instagram. Where I am starting to, I'm going to start putting some fall colors, some fall pictures there in the harvest. I've been posting some harvest pictures. Um, so everything's, yeah, so you can check me out there. You can also check us out at legendcreators.com on our website. If you would like to contact us, you can also write us at dungeondiners at gmail.com or send us a comment on legendcreators.com and we will uh, we'll take a look at we, we also, also have a Facebook page <laughs> at Legend Creators that you can also reach out to us uh, yeah, we, we do hope to hear from you we love it when we do hear from listeners yo cause we're, we're like that anyway thanks again for listening to Dungeons Dinings and to- Oh, 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 oh.